Welcome to Friday Night Football Replay, a Ken's 5 podcast about high school football in the San Antonio area. With David Flores, I'm Cameron Songer. David, we're into week three now, two weeks in the books. Let's take a look at the top ten, your top ten, which is available on kens5.com every week. Rankings, right. And uh, so we'll, we'll run through how each of the teams in the top ten did to start, and then we'll obviously break down all of the games from this past week before getting to a look ahead at week number three. So with no further ado, let's get into uh, 6A, the number one team. In the San Antonio area, the Judson Rockets, they had a big game, and they took care of business. Boy, did they take care of business. They uh, hammered, and I guess the pun is intended, they hammered Wagner 52-14. to 14. Wagner was our uh, sub-6A number one team. Uh, boy, the, uh, they, the Thunderbirds really took it on the chin. 52-14. to 14. Uh, Judson, uh, that was a, this was the 14th annual Hammer Bowl. And uh, Mike Chandler was 13 of 17, 280 yards, three touchdowns. So that's a pretty convincing win as, as, the, as the Rockets go to 2-0. Yeah, that, that's a, a big rivalry, 6A versus 5A. Wagner obviously used to be 6A. They, they came yeah. down a level. They've been dominating at the 5A yeah. uh, competition level, but but Judson really, really right. put it to and them there. And that's a Judson ISD rivalry because they're both in the Judson district, obviously. The number two team in the 6A San Antonio area was the Brandeis Broncos, and uh, they picked up another nice win, I think. Yes, they did, 42-16 to 16 over Stevens. They were very dominant. They outgained... Uh, Stephen, the Falcons, 422 yards at 208. So the numbers pretty much uh, tell the tell the tale there. Uh, this is a Brandeis has a, has a strong has a strong team. You know, we talked about that last week with quarterback Jordan Battles. They're gonna they made it to the state quarterfinals last year. There's no reason to believe they couldn't do the same this season. Checking in at number three in the 6A rankings, uh, the Steel Knights. They had an impressive win in Week One. They followed up with another impressive win in Week Two against another top team in the San Antonio area. Yeah, defeated Reagan. You know, Reagan, we had his favors winning, and they still could. This is a non-district game. They, 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 we had them favored winning that district uh, uh, 27-6A. Steele beats them 34-21, uh, to as you mentioned. But then again, uh, they do not have their quarterback. We know we talked about that last week. Uh, 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 Travis Staley, the quarterback, uh, has not played. Uh, we don't quite know why the, 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 uh, the report, the, the scuttlebutt out there saying that he's, a, he's, a, he's committed to Texas in baseball and that they're resting him because, you know, he played a lot of select ball, and that's that's a very – Possible situation. I don't think it's an injury, but we're trying to get to we're trying to get to the bottom of that. But uh, Steele is, is solid. Here's one for you, right quick. Jalen Jones, their blue chip cornerback, that's already committed to A and M. Of course, we know he's a great cover guy. Texas Football Magazine selected him the preseason uh, defensive player of the year in the entire state, not just in six A. He's their, he was on a super team. He was their player of the year. But he's, check this out. He also has eight catches for 243 yards and two touchdowns so far. So he's become a weapon on their offense too. Got to be careful with that, otherwise Jimbo Fisher might might get some ideas and start lining him up as a receiver as well. He can he can point to those stats when he arrives on uh, on campus and college station and says, "Hey, look, I can play wide receiver too, exactly. coach." Uh, the number four spot in the six A rankings belonged to the Brennan Bears. They w- began their district that that twenty eight six A district where uh, ten teams off to play a round robin. So after week one, they're all in district play. They opened up their district with a very nice win against a good team. That was it. They, they defeated Warren, which was ranked uh, number six in, in our uh, in our rankings, which was number six in our rankings last last week. Brennan just out. That's a game I covered. I, I was disappointed. I thought it was going to be a better game. Warren is very well coached ball club. Uh, uh, Jeff Robbins does a great job with his team. But Brennan, there's some nights one team is just going to take the upper hand. They jumped on him earlier. Uh, it was 32-0 before he knew it. Uh, late in the game, uh, Warren was able to tack on two touchdowns, thus the score 32-14. to Brennan, Brennan wins it. Uh, the Bears held uh, Warren to 121 yards of total offense. And the week before, I believe Warren had gotten like 353 yards. So, But Brennan has a great defense. Stephen Bazier does a great job. He's a defense-oriented coach. 
So uh, you mentioned Warren was the number six team ahead of a couple other teams. Before we get too far down, we'll get to the Clemens game. Clemens came in at number five in the uh, first week of rankings, and they had a big win against MacArthur, 56-21, putting up a lot of points. Well, they're tough. They're, Clemens is, is part of that big four in the in District uh, 26, uh, 6A with, uh, you know, with Steele, uh, Judson, and Smithson Valley. They're, they're going to be tough. Uh, Coach Jared Johnston does a great job out there. Clemens, they're, they're going to be very, very hard to beat. And, I, you know, they're, they're a virtual playoff lock when you get right down to it. So we already talked about that big game between Warren and Brennan, number four and number six in the rankings. Going a little bit further down in the 6A rankings in the San Antonio area, at least heading into week two, David, you had O'Connor at number seven. They played the uh, the Saturday game against Holmes, their district opener, pitched a shutout, 38 nothing, a good bounce-back win for the Panthers. Real good bounce-back win after they lost uh, a game that they could have won, you know, against Steele that season opener. They win it going away, 38-0. Uh, they, they've got it going. Uh, O'Connor will be there. You know they're they're going to be there, and and, uh, and poor Warren has to turn right around this week. And I know we're going to talk about it a little bit, but Warren has to turn right around and, and play play O'Connor in, in their second district game this year after getting beat last week. How about that? That's a really tough uh, schedule to start the district, uh, but that's how it is sometimes in uh, Texas high school football. So that was uh, O'Connor at number seven in the 6A rankings. Smithson Valley clocked in at number eight in uh, after the first week. They took on a team from uh, out of the Austin area, Pflugerville Hendrickson, and a, a workmanlike win, 43-15, solid. Yeah, you knew that uh, the Coach Larry Hill's Rangers were going to come back strong. They they stubbed their toe in that season opener, uh, lost to a Midland League team. They've come back, uh, nothing... Uh, Nothing unusual there. We knew they were going to get back back on track. Already mentioned that Reagan game. So the Rattlers are 0-2, slipping a little bit perhaps in the next rankings. We'll see when the next round of rankings come out, David. I know you're looking forward and you're already working on that. We'll get that on Kens5.com later this week. And then the number 10 team in the 6A rankings for San Antonio was Jay. Uh, they squeaked by a 25-17 win against Clark. Yeah, Clark is, is doing a, a, a good job under Co- Coach Geist. It's his first year with, with Clark. Uh, Jay, but I tell you, on the, on the other hand, Coach Gary Gutierrez is doing a good job with the Mustangs. The Mustangs are, boy, they're knocking on the door. They want them. They, they're going to go to those. Uh, you know, we said last week that he kind of took a little umbrage when I said something about the, the bottom half of that district. He said, well, we don't consider ourselves to be on the on the, on the second half tier. And I said, oh, I didn't mean it that way, Coach, and stuff. But uh, but here they are. That's a, that's a good that's a good solid win for them, 25-17 over Clark. So those are the top 10 in 6A, at least heading into week two, and then how they did in week two. Some teams could probably move up or down, but... Out of those 10, five of them coming from the 28-6A, that, uh, that Northside ISD district, only four playoff spots to be had. So there's going to be somebody, uh, if it stays that tight throughout the season, somebody's going to be on the outside looking so, in after what would probably be a pretty good season. Somebody's going to get left out. I want to mention right quick, uh, Cameron, that uh, Roosevelt, this is one of those teams where we were, that was my surprise team going into the, going into the season. Everybody kept, kept talking about how good Roosevelt may be this year. They went to 2-0 and with a 50-35 to win over East Central. Rashad Owens, who was just a big, tall kid, a sturdy-looking kid, really good running back, he rushed for 289 yards on 28 carries and scored four touchdowns. So they're going to be a uh, the old uh, proverbial force to be reckoned with in district play when they start. Yeah, and with the early struggles from Reagan, perhaps that district might be more open than we thought. It's something definitely you'll want to keep an eye on, and we'll keep you posted, of course, uh, throughout the season on Ken's 5 and Kens5.com and right here on Friday Night Football Replay. The other half of your top ten rankings – Every week, David, are 5A and below, so any team that's not 6A eligible right. uh, here in these rankings. The number one team last week was Wagner. They did take that tough loss against Judson. I don't think they'll they'll slip down. I mean, it's your call, but I, I still think they're probably the number one 5A well, and below team. Well, that's a good point. You know, I, I'm going to kind of slip. They're going to slip to number two. Birdie Champion, 
had, had a good win over Edwards Memorial, which was a playoff team last year. Uh, Bernie Champion, our number two team, uh, won that game 54 to 41. They outlasted, uh, uh, you know, the, the Patriots. Uh, Wagner just may slip. I don't know. I don't know. They may slip to two. They may stay number one, but because uh, you know Wagner's going to be there, they're going to be the top team before it's all over. But big win, big win for Champion. Uh, Luke Boyers, uh, the quarterback uh, uh, at uh, Champion, who's all, who's highly touted. Uh, their their coach uh, Keith Kaiser uh, has, can't say enough good things about him. He rushed for uh, 172 yards on 32 carries, scored four touchdowns, completed 16 of 22 attempts passing wise. 172 yards and three touchdowns. So he had a hand and seven touchdowns. They're a pretty sturdy ball club. And normally when you're the number one team in 5A and you lose the number one team in 6A, you might you think you're probably pretty safe, but when the number two team beats the number three team, it's it's an extenuating circumstance. Good comeback, so, Good comeback there, Cameron. <laughs> absolutely. Something for, uh, something for Wagner to be motivated for for the rest of the season yeah, in terms of, uh, exactly. you know, Going undefeated the rest of the way uh, with that one blemish now against Judson. So that was two versus three in the 5A rankings for right. week two. The number exactly. 14 was Kerrville Tyvee, and they had a tough battle mm. against the Batlin Billies, against uh, Fredericksburg. 42 35, though, the Antlers prevailed. Well, yeah, Fredericksburg must be pretty tough, Cameron, because that's, that's a class 4A team. And, and Tyvee is, is, a, is, is a, you know, really a, uh, the top team in, in that district with, you know, with Bernie Champion and Alamo Heights and all. So they're, you know, that's a really, really solid. Uh, Win by by Tyvee, but a little closer than than what you'd expect. Uh, they had a uh, uh, a ball care a wide receiver Brooks McCoy that caught eight passes for 188 yards and three touchdowns. That's a lot of yards. That's eight catches, 188 yards, three touchdowns. You don't see that a lot in, in our because our teams pass, but not like the teams up in the Metroplex and in Houston and all that. But that's that's a pretty big day, and I think. Uh, Hope, I hope he's he's okay. McCoy, I think, got kind of hit in the head. He was okay. He left the game, but he missed like the last minute and a half as, as Kerrville Tyvee hung on to win that game. Keeping it in the 5A classification, Harlan picking up another win over Floresville, 34-21. They were at number 5 in the 5A rankings and below coming into this weekend and looking good. Yeah, they are looking good. They're 2-0. Coach Eddie Salas doing a great job with a very young team. I believe what this is their second varsity season. Uh, their quarterback, Cannon Williams. That's Cannon with a K. 50, what a great name for a quarterback. Right. He was 15 of 23, had two interceptions, though, 236 yards, two touchdowns. And uh, they had a uh, receiver, uh, Ja'Cory Logan, who caught seven passes for 114 yards and two touchdowns. So Harlan is, is going to be a factor in, the, in, that, in that race, in their district race. The next team in our 5A rankings actually uh, taps a private school, Antonian, and they had a really impressive win against a very physical Sam Houston team. It's pretty low scoring, but 20 to 8, the Apaches moved to 2 and 0. Yeah, they they won, and this is something you don't see very often. They they won despite getting outgained in total offensive yardage, 178 to 159. I looked at the stats, and Khalil Warfield, who is their quarterback, uh, who's already committed to uh, UTEP, uh, did not have a big game. He, you know, he had a solid game, but then nothing nothing eye popping. But uh, nevertheless, the the Apaches are 2 and 0. Continuing with the 5A rankings, the number seven team going into last week was the Brackenridge Eagles. They were playing up a division, playing against a 6A foe in Lee, and uh, a very close game there. Shout out to Lee, though, for breaking that long losing streak, 30-27, to a great game. I think one that a lot of fans would love to see rematched at some point. Might have to wait till next year, though. Yeah, that, that is. Well, yeah, congratulations to Danny Closa and the Volunteers. Uh, they came into the season with an 18-game losing streak. They lost their season opener, so obviously they had, they had lost 19 in a row. Uh, before uh, snapping the the, uh, the streak uh, with that three-point win over a Brackenridge team that's going to be a factor in its district race. 
Coming in at number 8 in the 5A and below rankings on Kens5.com, Alamo Heights, and they had a tough game. It was a home game against Laredo United, but that's a really strong program, those Longhorns, and uh, they defeated the Mules 42-14. Yeah, you know, people will look at that and they'll say, oh, Laredo, oh, how could you lose to Laredo? But, you know, they're, they're, you are, they, uh, you're very right. They've got a really good program. But what's up with, Hei- uh, with Heights, though? They're 0-2. I mean, uh, we'll have to check and see what is the last time they started a season 0-2. They've got a good, they've got a good program. Uh, Coach Mike Norman does a great job out there, but but you know it's it's uh it's going to happen. That's you know you play long enough, things like this happen. Last two teams in the five A and below rankings: Southside and Harlandale. And the Cardinals took on Highlands, won forty-five to seven. What did you see from that one, David? Well, what I what I saw was that Southside does what it what it what it does. They're very uh, workmanlike, so to speak. Uh, they 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 have kids that just keep keep at it, keep at it. Coach Ricky Locke does a great job of getting the, the most out of those out of his players. Well, win that game. You know they won that game handily, forty-five to seven over a Highlands team that, uh, as we mentioned last week, bless your heart, they got beat seventy-nine uh, zero uh, in their opener, but they came back and did a little better. You know in, in this in this ball game, but Southside did take care of business as, as we thought that they would. And then Harlandale, a little bit of a surprise. They took on South San. Uh, that's a six-A team, thirty to seven win over the Indians there. Solid win. Any win is solid. <laughs> you know when you're a one-point win is solid. Don't get the W. Ron Kretz doing a good job with uh, with South San winning that game, 30 to seven. They beat Harlandale, a team that, that was also on 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 the rise on, on the way up. Ron Kretz doing a good job with the Bobcats. They run that kind of an offense that we're going to be seeing probably this Saturday uh, at the Alamo Dome. They run that midline option that the Service Academies run. Army will be here to play UTSA. It's really entertaining to watch South San. They're, they're, uh, that offense puts those kids in a good position to to win ball games. So there you have it. That was the recap of all of the top teams in the San Antonio area, both in the 6A and 5A classifications. Let's quickly run through, David, the uh, the other scores throughout the San Antonio area, organized now by uh, when the games were played, so chronological order. This is all available also, by the way, on the Kent's 5 app. If you don't have it, go ahead and download it. Uh, you scroll down, you can find the high school scoreboard, and these update live over the course of the game. Yeah, it's not it's something fun. that yeah. the game starts and you have to wait until it finishes and there's a score. No, it's updating during yeah. the game. Really cool to see, and so uh, then you can also go back and look at them, which is what we're doing now. Uh, the Thursday games, uh, the Bernie Greyhounds defeated the Medina Valley Panthers 7-6. to six. That's a real defensive kind of game. Uh, not really something that is kind of a throwback now. There's not a lot of those 7-6 no. games anymore. No, and, and Medina Valley uh, still looking. They're 5A, and they lost to a 4A team, but, but Bernie's got a good program. Uh, they're still looking for their first win. Coach Lee Crisp had uh, been an assistant there uh, for a couple of years uh, uh, at Maida Valley, he's a Maida Valley uh, a grad. They're going to get it done, but they're just, they're but they're zero two. But they'll they'll come around. We mentioned the Antonian win over Sam Houston twenty to eight. That was a Thursday night game. The Edison Golden Bears over the Kennedy Rockets twenty six to seven. We mentioned Harlan over Floresville thirty four twenty one, and Marshall over Taft twenty five nineteen. That's a district game, and uh, those are teams that are are both looking to make a, a little bit of a rise there in that twenty eight six A. You never know, and it's important to get that first district win under your belt. Marshall coach Tim Williams was really, we talked this summer when we were working on those high school football previews, and he said, you know, they're going to, he had a feeling, he said, we do this, we do that, we're going to be able to move the needle. And I said something like, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. They're going to move the needle, and that win will certainly do wonders for moving that needle. On to the Friday night action. This is obviously where the bulk of the games are played. It's nice that we do get some Thursday and some Saturday games, but, uh, of course, the the Friday night is what it's all about. We mentioned Laredo United over Alamo Heights, 42-14. Bernie Champion 54, San Antonio Veterans Memorial 41. Uh, a great game. Those are the two of the top three teams in our sub-6A rankings on Kens5.com, and both teams that are, we're expecting to see uh, deep into the postseason this year. And uh, a fun offensive shootout with the Chargers taking the victory. Lee over Brackenridge, 30-27. to 
Brennan over Warren, 32-14. Didn't get to talk about this one yet. Burbank, 34, Memorial, 29. A good game. Really good game. Both those teams, you know, Memorial a couple of years ago was the team, really, the, of the season. You know, they, they, they made the playoffs, uh, and, and they won district for the first time ever. They, they did a great job. Then they were put in that really tough district with a realignment in 2018. Burbank, don't sleep on them. I believe they're 2-0. and uh, Phil Barone, the coach out there, has done a great, great job. They might find themselves in the sub six A rankings. So they may they may bust in. You know that's that's a great breakthrough for them. Fresh off their win in the Gucci Bowl, the Churchill Chargers headed down to Corpus Christi. They lost to the Corpus Christi Veterans Memorial Eagles, twenty eight sixteen. We mentioned Jay over Clark, twenty five seventeen, and Clemens over MacArthur, fifty six twenty one. South Sand over Harlandale, thirty to seven, and Southside forty five Highlands seven. How about the Southwest Legacy? They're 2-0, I believe, with a win over Jefferson, 32-7. That's a nice start to their second year of varsity football after a rough start in, in year one. Yeah, it, it is. They, they beat Jefferson. John Tarvin, you know, he thought that they, they, they would make improvement, marked improvement this year, and, and they, they've shown it. And what, what, a, what a program they have. And if you've never had a chance, go out there and watch a game. on their. They have a, their new stadium, just a great, great facility, great great setting. They're out there kind of like in the middle of nowhere. I hate to put it that way. But it's it's uh, it's really uh, up there in Southwest, obviously Southwest uh, San Antonio. It's a, it's a neat experience to watch a game out there. Talked about the Hammer Bowl, probably the game of the week. Uh, Judson 52, Wagner 14. If you missed that, rewind a little bit because we had uh, plenty to talk about with that one. Uh, Pleasanton taking down Lanier 49-33. And this was an impressive win for a San Antonio team. How about this? Madison 55, Austin Bowie 37. That's a, The Bulldogs are a good program in Madison with a, a multi-score win. Yeah, Madison came back. They had to have that win because they got trounced by by Clemens. Uh, and last year was a close. You know, Madison won that district last year. They they won that that northeast district, uh, and they were disappointed this year because they got soundly beaten by in their opener was it I think twenty eight zero against Clemens. But now the, we're showing knowing that Clemens is a good ball club, so it's no sin to lose to them. But they were disappointed that they couldn't even score. But what what a, what a bounce back win! Great bounce back win for uh, for Blaine Peterson and and, and the Mavericks. Like it when we can give a shout-out to one of the teams that we don't normally cover as much in San Antonio. That would be the Lavernia Bears. They're a little bit small and a little bit far from us here in, on uh, the, the northwest side here in San Antonio. 63-10 winners over the McCollum, McCollum Cowboys. Uh, the New Braunfels Unicorns taking down the Seguin Matadors, 45-26. Talked about Steele over Reagan, 34-20. Smithson Valley, 43. Pflugerville Hendrickson, 15. Eagle Pass, 42. Southwest, 14. you surprised by that one? A little bit, but Eagle Pass has got a solid program. They are very consistent. They're going to be. They're never going to be real bad. They're not a great program, but they're never going to be real bad. That that does not surprise me. And Southwest uh, had a lot of empty saddles, so to speak, coming into the uh, uh, coming into the season. They lost a lot of a lot of seniors to graduation. Mentioned that game for Kerrville Tyvee, a 42-35 win over Fredericksburg, Georgetown Eastview. That was a road game for New Braunfels Canyon. Uh, which is in the the San Antonio in our coverage area, forty one thirty five. So a good contest there, but the Cougars of New Braunfels Canyon coming up just short, and then the San Antonio Christian Lions falling to zero and two after a forty two twenty eight loss to the Bandera Bulldogs. Yeah, unfortunately for the uh, for San Antonio Christian, they're 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 hurting a little bit. You know they they they've you know they lost some good players from last year. Uh, Coach Henry Eller does a good job out there, a solid program, but they've got some they got some work to do. But we'll see when they get done down the district. They've still got a few games to to get it together. They'll be okay. On to the Saturday action in the San Antonio area. We mentioned Brandeis over Stevens, 42-16. How about this, though? One of those, uh, Another one of those private schools, San Antonio Holy Cross, 23. Central Catholic, 17 in the Holy Bowl. It's always a close game, and this was no exception. The Holy Bowl. You, you, you got, it's it's got to be your, you know, it, it, it's not a season if you don't have the Holy Bowl. 
great win. You know, Holy Cross won a close one last last year, and they hung on for for a good one. Uh, you know, this season. And what was the final net? Uh, Twenty. 23 to 17. Yeah, they hung on. They were hit, and and Central, Central kind of came came back on them. It was at Alamo Stadium, uh, a, a great setting for for a ball game there. And boy, I tell you what, those are uh, I hate to use the wrestling thing, but these are two teams that don't like each other, folks. You know, and the loser may have to leave town one of these days. But uh, that's a good one. It's like Boston College playing Notre Dame. You know, two Catholic schools just getting after it. Few more games from the San Antonio area as we wrap up our recap of Week Two. The Roosevelt Rough Riders. 50 East Central Hornets 35 50 points though for the Rough Riders and they've been kind of uh, a team we've talked about you've mentioned David a couple times as a potential dark horse this year yeah they're they are the team that they say watch out don't sleep on them everybody in their district and other teams around the city said watch Roosevelt watch Roosevelt they haven't made the playoffs in six years uh, their record uh, was something like uh, 18 and 42 in the ensuing six seasons since they made their last playoff run in 2012 but they're tough, and and uh, uh, Coach Carroll does a great does a great job out there. And they've got they like, they got some skills. Like I said, that running back Owens, Rashad Owens, went for two hundred eighty nine yards. So he's they're they're going to be they're going to be tough to beat in that district. O'Connor, we talked about their bounce back after a disappointing loss to Steele in Week One, thirty eight nothing over the Holmes Huskies. And last but not least, the Johnson Jaguars, forty nine, the San Marcos Rattlers, fourteen. As uh, that's uh, those are all the teams that we're covering here in the San yeah. Antonio area. Two weeks down now. The north, uh, the north side schools are going to continue playing each other throughout the district, and we're inching closer to district games in the other districts as yeah, well. In the other, in the other six A districts and the five A districts as well. But you're right. This is where you uh, none of this counts, as they say, unless you're District 28 Six A, where you've got ten teams and you get in the district play uh, the second game. They want to mention that was a good bounce back win for Johnson. They, you know, they lost to Brandeis in that season opener by one thirty one twenty five or something like that, and they they came back and beat San Marcos, which is what you, you know you want to get you want to get back on the horse and. Uh, Coach Ritterman with 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 the Jaguars, they, they do they do a good job out there, and you know they're never going to get beat bad, and and that was not a bad loss for them against Brandeis. Although you never got the feeling they were going to win that season opener, they just couldn't do it, you know. But then they they come back, and that's going to be a a, a tough uh, district race. And boy, wouldn't it be something in Roosevelt? Bust in there, and the way Reagan is going right now, and who knows what Stady's status is for the rest of the season? The, Travis Stady, the the Reagan quarterback, uh, and and you know who who knows? They could they could be the surprise winner in that district. Getting way ahead of myself though. David, time now to turn to look at week three. Hard to believe we're already in week three. It feels like, you know, season just getting started. We're just getting over that initial buzz of the start of the high school football season. But when you're only playing ten games, we're already, all, you know, about a quarter of the way through here. Yeah. So let's take a look at the 6A games in the San Antonio area for week three. This includes September 12th, 13th, and 14th, uh, Friday, or Thursday, Friday, Saturday, in the San Antonio area. Reagan will take on Clemens Friday at Lenhoff. Alamo Heights, it'll be at East Central. That's a 5A versus 6A matchup on Friday night. Uh, at Rutledge, Judson will host Harlingen. Johnson at New Braunfels is also a Friday night game, and so is Dripping Springs at New Braunfels Canyon. It's a 5A versus 6A tilt. Yeah, I like I like one of those games that you mentioned. Uh, the Ra- Oh, well, Reagan, boy, I tell you what. Could they fall to 0-3? They, they got Clemens this week, right? That's going to be that's going to be a tough, tough situation for uh, you know for Reagan. We'll, we'll see. We'll keep we'll keep we'll keep tabs on that this week. But oh, those are some entertaining ball games. Might say something about Johnson New Braunfels because that's going to be a good test for New Braunfels because they won last week. Can they can they keep keep it up? You know. Yeah, and Johnson's a solid team. That's that that'll be a real test for the Unicorns. Right. I love talking about the Unicorns too. It's just it's fun. It's fun to talk about Unicorns in a high school football yep. podcast. That's awesome. Yep. Laredo United will be at San Marcos. That's a Friday night game. Smithson Valley against Madison. That's a Thursday night game at Hero Stadium, a fun non-district game between two very proud programs. Well, last year, keep in mind, when Madison was kind of struggling early, they beat Smithson Valley on the road. They beat them at Ranger Stadium. 
you know, uh, I'm sure Smithson Valley's got a uh, little chip on their shoulder as, as, as they'll come to town for, for that ball game. So it's going to be interesting to see the way Madison reacts after after winning a big game. And it's going to be interesting to see how Smithson Valley reacts after winning you know their game this week. So it's going to be it's going to be interesting. Two and Steel takes on Churchill. They're one and one. That's Friday night at Heroes Stadium. So good couple of games at Heroes this week between Smithson Valley, Madison on Thursday, Steel Churchill on Friday. Lee is at Antonian Friday night. David, that's one you're really keeping an eye on. I'm thinking about going to cover that game, you know, because some of these other games are on Thursday, Saturday. That's going to be some of our matchups. Uh, that's going to be a good, a good ball game. Antonian against Lee. Lee is going to be, there's excitement. Uh, those kids are going to feel good going to school tomorrow. They broke that 19-game losing streak. And then Antonian, like I said, be, as you mentioned, beat uh, Sam Houston. The Apaches 2-0, and looking good. Yep. And, and uh I'm sure other TAPS teams are taking notice. We're taking notice and lumping them in with, with all the 5A teams in the San Antonio yeah. area. So that's a real accomplishment for them. Right. Bernie champion against MacArthur, a chance for a 5A team to knock off a 6A opponent. That's Saturday at Coma Lander. Laredo Alexander will make the trip into San Antonio, take on Roosevelt Friday at Coma Lander. And Georgetown will visit South San on Friday. As we start to take a look now at the 28-6A, this is all district games here for the, uh, the Northside Schools. Brandeis Marshall is Friday at Gus. Jay at Brennan is Thursday at Gus. Taft Clark is Thursday at Ferris. Holmes Stevens is Saturday at Gus. And Warren O'Connor, which is probably the best matchup out of all of those, uh, is Friday at Ferris. Yeah, I agree about the O'Connor game, but what about what about Jay though? They play Brennan. Uh, it's gonna be interesting because you know Brennan's got a great defense and a good offense too. Jay is two and zero. They're excited. Uh, well, I tell you what, uh, the earth would kind of tilt a little bit. I think if Jay if Jay was would come out a winner in that ball game, or at least keep it close. It's going to be it's going to be interesting. But this is a good opportunity for Jay to step up into that. Uh, you know they're going to be they're going to be a contender. But this would they go a long way toward sewing up playoff berth. They could pull off this win. No kidding, no kidding. A really impressive uh, start potentially for Jay if they can get to three and zero to start their season in the sub six A. We'll start with five A. Central Catholic is at Seguin. That's Taps taking on a five A foe on Friday. Obviously in Seguin. Jefferson takes on Brackenridge Friday at Alamo Stadium. Edison takes on Burbank Friday at the SAISD Complex. Veterans Memorial is against Lanier. That's Thursday at Alamo Stadium. Sam Houston, coming off that loss against Antonian, goes up to Wagner Thursday night at Rutledge. That's a tough double for uh, for the Hurricanes. A pair of Thursday night games, though. Yeah, they're, it's, it's going to be tough because Wagner's going to they're going to be they're upset because they they you know they came back and then watch Burbank now they they've got uh, Burbank will have to be favored they're over Edison and boy there's a few years ago where that just didn't happen they, that they would be favored that could be a good win Coach Phil Barone as I mentioned really has those guys going but you got to feel for the Hurricanes they got to turn around and play Wagner that's uh, going to be a little ornery this week after losing. Well, Harlan from the uh, from the north side. Uh, School district, not in that uh, same in competitive five, district yeah. with, the, with the other with their brothers uh, from the other schools, but they take on Laredo United South. That's Saturday at Ferris Stadium. Uh, Kennedy is at Harlandale. That's on Friday night. McCollum at Somerset on Friday. Southwest at Uvalde on Friday. Divine at Southwest Legacy. Another chance for a 4A school to uh, get their name shouted out here on the podcast. That's on Friday night. Kerrville Tyvee at Del Rio. That's quite a trip for the Antlers. Hondo at Medina Valley. Another 4A 5A matchup. Memorial at Southside and Carrizo Springs at Floresville. A couple more 4A teams there in the mix. Yeah, all all opportunities to you know to get back to get back on it. Uh, Southwest uh, you know should beat uh, Uvalde, although that's uh, that's not that's not that's not a, a gimme. Uh, you know Somerset, McCullum, McCullum you know needs that needs that win. Uh, Memorial certainly at South, Southside though. I think we're going to see Southside go to three and zero. I mean that Memorial 
bless their heart, they play hard, but boy, I tell you what, it's just it's just tough. They're out they're out man outmatched in some of these games. Two more TAPS teams that we follow that we didn't mention earlier in this week three slate that we're looking forward to. Both playing on Friday night. San Antonio Christian hosts San Antonio Cole, a three A team, but another one from the San Antonio area, and we we probably don't cover them enough for no. Uh, just because of the difficulties of being a 3A school in the San Antonio area, what it means they where, where they have to travel and what they do. But we should because they're the alma mater of Shaquille O'Neal. Well, wait a minute, though. That's basketball. My, <laughs> my bad. He probably played some football at some point. At some point. But he, uh, I'm sure he had coaches asking. I'm sure he had coaches asking. At the time of high school, when he got to high school, though, he was already, he was already out of it. But when he got to Cole, he was already a junior in high school, so he just – or the second semester of his sophomore year, they said, no football, no football. <laughs> Lock in for sure. And then uh, last but not least, San Antonio Holy Cross. Uh, they're 2-0, and they're taking on Bernie. That's at Bernie. Uh, oh. Taps against 4A. So, uh, yeah, the, the Greyhounds. The ante goes up for Holy Cross. They're coming off a big win over their rival. So the old Mac could have a little letdown. But letdown or no letdown, Bernie's going to be a tough opponent. They're tough. We'll have the coverage for all of those games on the next edition of Friday Night Football Replay. Of course, be sure to stay tuned to Ken's 5 and kens5.com throughout the week. We have our Player of the Week segment. We have features on some of the key players and teams. David, I know you do a lot of the writing and a lot of the features. Uh, our TV guys do a great job as well. And, of course, uh, download the Ken's 5 app for all of the latest in terms of scores and getting the ability to read some of those and see some of those. Take them with you wherever you go. A big thanks to all of you for tuning in, listening. Uh, David, anything else you want to say? I just, uh, it's just fun. It's just fun. These Friday nights, well, you know, they play on Thursday, play on Saturday, but Friday nights are, are the night, the Friday night lights. I know it's a cliche, but, you know, there's always something to be said. When you go out there and you're driving around and you see all the light, all, you see all the yellow buses going to different, you know, where they're headed, you know, and you see all the stadium lights, you can see them when you're on the freeway, and it reminds me of what Dan Cook, the late, great Dan Cook, who was a legend here in San Antonio, was an institution. Uh, here at Channel 5 and certainly at the Express News. I worked with him for many, many years. He always used to say that if you're in this business, if you're a sports writer or a sportscaster or whatever, and when it gets down to the beginning of the new school year and the high school football season starts, and you don't get that little quiggly feeling, for lack of a better word, in, in the pit of your stomach and you're excited, he would always go, it's time to go sell shoes at Tom McCann. Now, people nowadays wouldn't even would make any, oh, Tom McCann, that was an old shoe store. And believe it or not, at one time, in San Antonio, the big award, almost symbolic of the high spin in high school, it was a Tom McCann Award that they gave out to one player. Not an offensive, not a defensive. It was a, a Tom McCann Award. And every year I always wonder, Cameron, I go, I wonder if I'm going to get that feeling. And even at my age, I, I still get a little excited on, on Friday night. So go out there and have fun and watch these kids. It's, it's a show. It really is. Love it, and we love bringing it to you on Ken's 5. Be sure to rate and review five stars. Be sure to subscribe if you aren't to the Ken's 5 Friday Night Football Replay Podcast. Also check out what else we have in terms of the Big Fundamental Podcast, which is our Spurs podcast, uh, updating that fairly regularly, especially now that the season's starting to get closer to getting underway and Team USA Basketball is in the full swing of things. Coach Pop leading the red, white, and blue in China for the FIBA Basketball World Cup. That's all the time we have. For David Flores, I'm Cameron Songer. Thanks for listening. Have a great week.